So did you make a New Year's resolution? This is the time of year that we kind of look at our current state and we think, what is it that I can do better or change for next year? And a lot of times, most of the time, in fact, resolutions don't usually stick. Some do and some don't. And so today we're going to talk about why that is and what you can do to have your resolutions actually stick a little bit better this year. That's what we're going to talk about today. Welcome to Badass Midlife, a podcast for women in midlife where we talk about past hangups, regrets, guilt, and how the ups and downs have made us into the resilient women we are today. We talk about what to let go of, how to move on, and how to do your midlife like a badass. Enjoy the show. Happy, happy new year, everyone. Thanks so much for listening today. I hope you all had a wonderful holiday season and rang in the new year with lots of love and happiness and joy. This was a tough year. Uh, no, nobody's going to argue that. We've had a couple of tough ones. And uh, I think everyone's really pretty happy to look ahead to 2022 and think about what we want to do better or changes that we want to make. So I personally love the idea of resolutions, but I've also often said that I think that we don't need to wait till January to feel like we can make a fresh start. Because if that were the case, like we'd be spending most of the time of a year just like thinking like, oh, that didn't work. And then we just feel bad about ourselves. So every day, is a day is a chance to reset yourself so resolutions are important but today we're going to talk about why the most common ones why people set them um, and why so few of them actually stick and then some things that you can do to actually set yourself up for success when you're setting some resolutions so you know that it's a great way to feel hopeful and it's a great way to sort of document the things that you want to do and improve uh, for next year. Some of the most common ones, and you're gonna know right away, right? The, the most common resolutions are losing weight, you know, incorporating a more healthy lifestyle, personal improvements. So just about, you know, becoming less um, of a procrastinator or becoming more um, diligent about you know your your visits to certain family members or just things like that habits behaviors that you want to change better money management uh, maybe improving on keeping a better budget increasing your savings um, another one is quitting something. So quitting smoking, quitting drinking, quitting some other vice that you have. Those are always, um, you know, popular ones. And then it rounds out the top five with, um, you know, doing something that's more fun, do more fun things. And I think that's a big one. And I often say that a lot, um, especially for midlife. I think that if we don't actually plan and be very intentional about adding fun, exciting things to our lives, we really can easily get stuck in a, just a habit of our existence. And so that one's important to me. So losing weight, uh, personal improvements, better money management, quitting something and doing more fun stuff. Those are the most common ones. Sadly, less than 10% of resolutions actually stick. 
And there's actually some really good reasons why that is. And we're going to talk about that today. And then some things that you can do to actually give yourself better odds on that. So the first reason that resolutions don't stick is that they are vague and you don't have a real plan. So when you say, let's say that you're going to lose weight, obviously that's too vague. We need to think about our resolutions in terms of SMART goals. So is the goal specific? Is it measurable? Is it achievable? Is it realistic? And is it time bound? So if you're really vague and just say, I want to lose weight, that's a little bit too vague. It needs to be extremely specific. So you can say 20 pounds um, within these 12 months. Measurable, that gives you a measurable amount of weight and timeline. Achievable, I think that's pretty realistic. Realistic is the next one and time bound. So that works a little bit better, but I would even challenge you to go a little bit further Uh, on that. So if you can get more granular and say like, that means that, you know, in a month, you know, I I don't want to set my goal to be more than a pound and a half or two pounds, you know, a month or a pound and a half certain months, something like that, so that it's really not so discouraging. Because when you think of 20 as a number by itself, it's gigantic. And you're like, well, that seems like a lot. How am I ever going to do that? When you think of it in terms of month by month, it seems much more achievable, right? So the first reason that things do not stick is because there isn't a plan, it's too vague, and you need to be very specific about what it is that you're trying to achieve. The second reason is that it is too big of a goal, right? It's similar to that, that there's not a real plan, but that it doesn't actually, um, it doesn't, it's not realistic in the sense that it is too massive to accomplish. And so If you can chunk things down to something smaller, let's say that your big goal is to save more money, right? That's too big, right? It's also too vague. But if you could chunk it down to what do you want to save each week slash each month, again, you are giving yourself a real realistic snapshot into what it is that you're trying to do. It makes it seem more doable. So just to look at your resolution in terms of the whole year, here's what I want to do this year, that's great. But then you need to go in and really make a plan and chunk this goal down and divide it out, spread it out over the year so that you can look at your week and just kind of journal about where you are. And then at the end of the month, you can evaluate where you are at the end of that month. So those are two great Uh, ways to kind of get over the two reasons that that resolutions fail another one is that you just make too many of them like we're so guilty of this I do this too and this year I did it again and I'm going to go over you know what I what I ended up with but um, you don't need to do a lot of resolutions like really focus think about the things that you have journaled about throughout the year that you have kind of not felt so great about or things that have um, kind of hit you emotionally that have made you not feel super stable. So those are the areas, those are the pain points that you want to look at. And you want to say, what is it that I can do this year that can really help me with, you know, this 
feeling of being a people pleaser or being like, I never have time for myself. What is it that I need to do? I need boundaries. What can I do to set boundaries? Things like that. Ask yourself those questions. Get really, really specific about what it is that's causing those things that you continually talk about throughout the year. And then the last reason that resolutions don't fail might be because you are impatient for results. And that comes back down to the goal being uh, too big. You know, if you are trying to set a goal of, of 50 pounds in a year and then you don't have it broken down, you're going to go into month one. Maybe you're only going to lose two pounds, but that's actually going to be okay if you say, well, for each month I want to lose anywhere from two to four pounds. Well, you actually are right on track, right? So when you get impatient for the results, that often comes because the goal was just too big and you didn't break it down to give yourself something a little bit more digestible to deal with. So a really good strategy for making resolutions work is instead of thinking of, first of all, a bunch of different things, try to narrow it down, but also to have a theme for the year. So let's say that your theme is going to be financial health. So this year you are going to focus on one theme and that is financial health. So from that theme, maybe you can break it down into a couple things. You want to save X amount of dollars by the end of the year. So that means this amount each month, this amount each paycheck. And then you want to have a, uh, a budget that you can actually consider some extra uh, money for you to do miscellaneous things. So if you have a clear budget and you also put money in savings, you also want to have a little bit of extra. And the only way you're going to know if you have that is if you have a really clean budget. And so having a theme for the year gives you something specific to focus on and it doesn't really feel like it's not doable. And then maybe next year, your theme, maybe it's going to continue to be financial. Maybe you made some really good strides and you're going to evaluate. And then maybe next year, your year, your financial uh, piece is still going to be theme, but it, the, the theme, but you want to go a little bit different direction. Like maybe you're going to start investing a certain amount uh, now going forward now that you have done your little paint repayment of debt or you've uh, established some kind of savings. So maybe next year you want your theme to be good health or weight loss or um, you know creating new good habits the point is give yourself a theme that then you can possibly break down into different months of the year and have a different part of that theme each month of the year and by the end of the year you'll have a really holistic resolution that has been accomplished and if you missed a few uh, areas if you missed a month or two here and there you fell off or whatever you can go back and revisit those if you want to redo the theme another year but having an idea of what the main theme is for the year I think is really really a chance for you to have success because then you're not just looking at what you've done you have actually become something you have changed something in your life you you haven't just stopped a thing you have actually changed the way you live so thinking about 
a theme and getting really granular, I think actually does facilitate the real, real uh, possibility of having real change. So from your theme, so once you have that, you can take a few little steps, right? One, research. So decide if your theme is financial responsibility or better financial health. Uh, you can do a couple things, right? You can research, you can talk to other people, you can uh, listen to Dave Ramsey, he's amazing. Um, uh, Susie Orman, like she's great. What are the things that she says about saving, about a budget, about tackling debt? Do your research, talk to other people and see what things you'd like to tackle first. The second thing is to test things out. Try some things that are already created out there in the world, like, you know, pull somebody's budget from one of these wonderful financial websites or one of the couple people I just mentioned and use their tools and see if you like it. Is it comfortable? Is it user friendly? I like Mint. I think it's a great little app. It's super easy to use, uh, gives you a credit score. It allows you to do uh, different you know, budget throughout the month. So that's really great. Um, but test some things out in your theme. Next is break it, break it down, like I said, by by the month. So this gives you an opportunity to really go deep into a holistic picture of what that theme is. Like I mentioned earlier, like this really makes it kind of fun because you can take financial, you can break it into either quarters or months right? So you can say this month, I'm focusing on this, trying to set this uh, habit of saving this amount of money. And you're going to create the habit because you're just going to do it. You're going to make the amount a reasonable amount. You're going to set it to automatically happen. At the end of that month, it's already going to be happening. And there you go. You've checked off one thing off of that list. Maybe the second month is to um, pay off this certain uh, credit card in this amount of time. And you're going to put all your resources toward that smallest one first, like Dave Ramsey suggests, which is so smart. Um, and then you can work on getting that one done. That may go into the next month, but that's okay. You're already on track with making uh, those payments. You can break these into months, which make it stay really exciting because it's not the whole year and the whole month you're looking at just one of the same tasks. You're actually giving yourself a little bit of flexibility each month to kind of add a new uh, layer to that theme for the year. So that's super exciting. Um, definitely, if you can, get a partner to do this with you. So if you have a friend or relative that um, you feel is kind of in the same boat and you want to do the same things, definitely have a buddy or an accountability partner. That really makes it feel so much easier and so much more doable because you just can talk and rant and bitch to somebody else about it too. And that gives you the last piece, which is celebrate the successes and the small wins. You're going to have them if you're diligent. There will be small wins. You will have success. And if you're not too hard on yourself, you will be able to celebrate those, which I think is super awesome. So um, if you're able to put things in little pieces and really plan and stretch it out, you will see and actually be able to appreciate what those 
little wins are, and then you can celebrate those with that person. So I think that that's really a good head start into thinking like, what can I do to get to a better place with the resolution? So just remember, you know, don't have too many, right? Think of a theme that you want to focus this year on and don't rush into just diving headfirst into what you're doing. From your theme, research, like I said, try some things out. Break it out into months once you've made the decision. Have an accountability partner and then celebrate those successes. Like at the end of the month, if you accomplished or even 90% accomplished, my gosh, that's something to celebrate. So definitely give yourself that benefit of having somebody to share the journey with you but also that can help you celebrate because you'll definitely celebrate if you have somebody that's going on that's walking that walk with you um so my focus is definitely habits of for wellness so um i do i did make my uh resolution that is the theme is habits for wellness and so i'm doing the morning meditation which is I know it seems like, well, why is that hard? But it is. It's been a difficult one for me to do. I've decided that I want a mantra that keeps me really positive to start the day with a clean slate, knowing that anything is possible, that I don't have to bring yesterday's bullshit into today. I don't need to do that. I can just start fresh. And if I really get centered with a morning meditation, I think that that will drastically change the tone of each day. And I believe that with my whole heart. So that's a big one for me. And I journal about that. So in a way, I'm making the goal daily accountability, right? So you, I can just write about that I meditated today. Here's what came up while I was sitting there. Um, you know, how I felt afterwards and things like that. So I'm monitoring it daily. And if I can do it for the whole month, you know, 30 days straight, I'm going to celebrate that because uh, that just means that I'm sticking, I'm committing to what I said I was going to do. And then the other habit obviously is the three times a week of my workout. So um, weight training three times a week. So meditation, weight training, those are two of the same theme, which is creating new wellness habits. Um, and so again, like I will monitor those by the day for meditation, by the week for the weight training, and I'm not going to beat myself up. I'm going to celebrate the little wins each time I get them. And I strongly encourage you to do the same. I do really think it's underrated the idea of having somebody, um, be your little accountability buddy, because I think that that, um, that helps a lot, especially if it's something that you have tried and had as your resolution for such a long time or so many years in a row, and you just haven't been able to stick to it, you know, that might just be why. You might just need somebody to walk that with you side by side. Uh, so anyway, hope that was helpful. So no matter what happens with any of your past resolutions, just think of each day being a chance to reset. If, if today didn't feel successful or if you weren't able to make it happen, just get back on the horse. It is not a big deal, friend. You can start back again 
tomorrow. So happy resolutions to you. I hope you can come up with some great ones and I hope these tips helped you come up with a plan to stick to those. So that's all I have for you today, my friend. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I'll see you next time. 